Welcome back everyone to another episode of BBP News. It's Nicholas Rod here and I am alone this morning. Uh, Chris Baker could not join me uh, today. It was his birthday yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, it was his birthday. So happy birthday to him. He was taking the day and uh, took the day to just kind of enjoy himself and um, you know, enjoy his birthday enjoy what's going on around him so he'll be back here on wednesday and friday but you still have me we still have news and we will get into that in just a moment but before we do that let's get into the weather for today so in los angeles california it will be clear with a high of 89 degrees in Houston, Texas, expect some scattered thunderstorms throughout the day with a high of 90 degrees. In Chicago, Illinois, expect clear skies with a high of 76. And in New York City, expect partly cloudy with a high of 83. So it's Monday, and Mondays are about to take on the old, uh, <laughs> the old feeling that they once had. Because... Um, starting on Wednesday, I begin my college experience. On Wednesday, my classes start, and, uh, it'll be back to the old grind, as they say. I know that's cringy, but don't mind me. It will be back to, uh, you know, the grind of school, but I'm excited, uh, but I'm definitely scared and panicking just slightly. Um, but I guess that comes with the experience of it all. You know, new situation. You know, it'll be classes, it'll be school, but you hear so many things about college um, and the experience and everything. And I'm just very curious as to how it'll go for me. But, you know... I've really been enjoying this summer break. I really have. But, you know, it'll be good for me to get back to a set schedule. And I know that's kind of weird to say because I've said many times, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you will have known that I, I, I tend to go without a schedule. I tend to let things happen as they will. But I'm starting to reach a point in my life where that just doesn't seem to work. Um, so putting together a little schedule for myself, because my classes are asynchronous. And so essentially, I don't have a set time for my classes and when I do things and all that. Because I'm doing it all online and it's all asynchronous. So I, I do the work... Um, on my own time, of course, within the set deadlines, but on my own time, except for one class, which is my freshman seminar class to get, you know, used to the school and to get used to college and everything, which, you know, that's a one hour class, one and a half hour class once a week. So, you know, a lot of it's still unscheduled, but I'm definitely going to have to make a schedule for myself uh, to make sure I stay on top of everything. And I know if Chris were here right now, he'd probably give me a real big I told you so because we've had these uh, 
conversations about schedules and how much they help and stuff because he's a very schedule oriented person uh and he's he's you know <laughs> told me that my way would probably backfire one of these days and you know what he's right i'll give it to him and so that's going to be an interesting experience to get myself on a real schedule to get myself going and to really just take that next step into my life here uh opening up that next chapter i'm definitely scared but at the same time i feel excited and i feel ready to do this um it's something I've been looking forward to for quite some time, and now it's here. So that will be quite the experience, and I'll definitely have to let you guys know how my first couple days went uh, on Friday morning's show. But besides that, not much has gone on. Of course, we haven't been gone for that long. We were just here on Saturday with the Good News episode, and you know nothing new has really happened since then. So, there's not much to really talk about. Chris isn't here, so there's no Zoom debate for this morning. Uh, so, let's jump right into the news, shall we? And we are starting off, as we always do on Monday mornings, with our COVID-19 update. So, it's been a while since we've really given um, an update as to what the numbers are looking like as far as cases, deaths, hospitalizations, vaccinations, all of that is concerned. So we'll start out with that and then there are some other things to cover as far as COVID-19 is concerned. But first off, the latest seven-day average for new cases in the United States is 153,246 the latest seven-day average for hospitalizations is 12,156, and this is a 1.7% decrease. One thing I didn't mention a second ago is that the cases, the new cases, are going up with about a 4% increase since last week. This is a 1.7% decrease on the number of new hospitalizations from last week. Um, and as far as deaths are concerned... The latest seven-day average sits at 1,047, and this, just like cases, is a bit of an increase from last week. When it comes to vaccinations, at this point, about 205.9 million people have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. This is about 62% of the U.S. population. And about 175 million people are fully vaccinated, and this is about 52.7% of the U.S. population. Now that we have gone through the general numbers and the latest um, outlook as far as the numbers are concerned, there are some other things to talk about with COVID-19. And the first thing to cover here is that President Biden on Friday had a message talking about the reason for the lower standings on the jobs report than he was hoping for. Um, and he blames this on the Delta variant. While unemployment went down 5.2%, 
the average number of COVID-19 cases jumped to 153,000, like I said before, uh, for the seven-day average. This is promoting Americans to not hire or spend their money. Consumer spending was at an all-time low, and the last time it was at this level was back in January when we hit our peak in COVID-19 cases. The disappointing jobs report comes as the president's approval rating has slipped down to the low 40s. President Biden said the economy would bounce back if the human infrastructure $3.5 trillion plan passes. This comes at the same time as Senator Joe Manchin, a moderate Democrat, saying let's pause and see what happens. This also comes at a time where federal unemployment benefits expired over the weekend for over 700,000 Americans. The president isn't asking for an extension on these benefits, but on Friday he asked for states to do everything they can do. Now moving over to travel, kind of staying on the topic of COVID-19 though, if you plan on traveling for a vacation, you may need to reconsider that if you want to go to the European countries. I say this because Americans are no longer allowed for any non-essential travel, especially if you're unvaccinated. The European Union removed the United States from the safe list of countries allowed to travel into the EU 27 member nations. Again, this means that non-essential travel is closed to all Americans due to the Delta variant in the United States. However, the EU member nations can individually choose to allow vaccinated Americans into their countries if they so desire. The EU travel rules are non-binding, meaning the 27 member nations ultimately govern their borders as they see fit. So if you decide to travel, expect inconsistent rules throughout the block. Some countries are not allowing unvaccinated people whatsoever. Others are requiring regular COVID-19 testing and quarantining. It just depends. And the EU safe list is evaluated regularly. So that is the end of our COVID-19 updates and everything surrounding it. And now we move on to some information about Social Security and some of the other programs surrounding it. Uh, because if you rely on Social Security or disability or retirement benefits or Medicare, or one day you hope to benefit from these programs, a new report released from the Treasury Department says they are running out of money and faster than originally thought. This is a few years away, but if the government wants to turn this around, something needs to happen soon. The report says the COVID-19 pandemic and the 2020 recession both impacted the money going into funding these programs and reserve. Many reasons on why this is happening can be credited to rapidly aging population, drop in GDP, or gross domestic product, drop in interest rates, lower number of current workers uh, with less people working, less people were paying into Social Security. These are projections based on actuarial assessments and lots of things can change between now and then. If you, your parents, or grandparents live off Social Security checks or disability checks, according to the projections made in the Treasury report, when the Funds of the two services are combined, this being Old Ages and Survivors Insurance, or OASI, 
and Social Security Disabilities Insurance or SSDI. These benefits will only be able to be paid out on a timely basis until the year 2034, which is one year earlier than expected. By then, the reserves will be completely depleted, and if nothing is done, the program will only pay out 78% of scheduled benefits. For Medicare, they will only be able to pay out scheduled benefits until September of 2026. After that, the funds and reserves will be depleted, and the program will pay out 91% of scheduled benefits. Congress has two options to change this, either increase payable taxes paid by current workers or increase federal borrowing to cover the shortfall. When it comes down to Medicare, lawmakers could raise premiums paid by the sharees. As of 2020, SSDI had 65 million beneficiaries and roughly 63 million people were receiving Medicare benefits. But now we move into natural disasters. And on Friday, if you listened, you might have remembered me saying this. The storm has been deemed by the federal government as a natural disaster, and you are entitled to receive funding if you were affected. Well, many parts of this country are under some sort of disaster declaration right now, whether it is the aftermath of Hurricane Ida or the raging forest fires in the West. Uh, if you are a victim of any of these natural disasters, you are entitled to several federal resources, as I said in that little clip. Depending on the natural disaster you are dealing with, there is help for all kinds of things, from programs helping find temporary housing, to repairing your home or roadways, help for the uninsured or underinsured to repair or replace property like cars, along with medical help if you're injured. This money does not show up automatically, you need to apply for it. If you go to disasterassistance.gov, a whole list of options will come up uh, to help you from finding assistance applying or to check the status of your application. For additional resources, you could always go to fema.gov and look up the assistance that is available to you based on your location and disaster you were dealing with. In parts of the country, like in Louisiana, workers of the federal FEMA team are actually on the ground helping people in neighborhoods and helping people apply for assistance. These people are very recognizable with the FEMA gear and badges. Unfortunately, though, there are scammers out there that will try and take advantage of people. Uh, these scammers are impersonating FEMA officials. That being said, there are ways for you to immediately spot one of these scammers. First off, don't trust anyone who shows up in person, calls you on the phone, or sends you an email offering to help but also asks for your banking information. Federal and local officials do not ask for your banking information. They are not allowed to take or accept money. 
Resist the pressure to act immediately. Scammers will pressure you to give them that personal banking information right away. Scammers will insist you pay by sending money through a money transfer company, such as PayPal, Venmo, or the like. Or put money on a gift card and then give them the gift card number. Finally, if they ask for your FEMA nine-digit number, that for sure is a scam. Legitimate FEMA inspectors already have that information. If you do come across a scammer impersonating a federal or local disaster worker, report it to FEMA or your local police department. In case it needs to be said, impersonating a FEMA worker is a serious crime. But that is the end of the main news segment. Now we get into rapid news. And the death toll from Hurricane Ida at this point is up to 68 people. And a Texas judge has put a temporary restraining order in place protecting abortion clinics from lawsuits coming from anti-abortion groups. Well, now we move into good news. And, you know... In a way, I wish I had found this for the good news episode the other day, but at the same time, I'm just glad I found this story uh, because it, it's honestly incredible. So, Anthony Talley, I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly, I apologize if I'm not, but he has started a program called $1 Thursdays that just tries to raise money $1 at a time that, you know, $1 Thursday is pretty explanatory on that. So he tries to collect money $1 at a time to go to all sorts of different causes. Uh, so far, he raised $8,000 in his community uh, to do, you know, to do a couple different things. First, he bought ice cream for all the elementary students in three different cities in his area. And he also gave money to help a man who had lost his home in a fire. His next mission is to help a mother of 10 to purchase a car after hers was lost in an accident, which also involved her daughter. Um, but, you know, Tally was asked about this and, and what he hopes to get out of it. And there's, there's a quote that he said that I, I wanted to read here. He said, quote, when I do stuff like this, it is an overwhelming joy. People say, well, what do you plan to get out of this? And I tell them, I plan to change the world one life at a time, one dollar at a time. End quote. That's an amazing quote. That's a powerful quote. Because, you know, you have, you have charities that try to raise all this money at a time. You know, they ask for big donations. You know, most of the time when you come across charities, of course, they say, you know, any amount helps. Any amount helps. And it does. But to do it this way, to just ask for a dollar from anyone, uh, you know, to raise it one dollar at a time. To just get people to give one dollar. That's such a creative way to get so many people involved in helping others. Because, you know, some people, when they come across donations, you know, they ask for $10 donations, $20 donations, blah, blah, blah. You know, 
you see it, of course. Um, but some people can't afford to donate any money. You know, they're really short on money. They can't afford to donate, but they want to. Uh, this would give them a way to do so because it's one dollar and if you can get you know hundred thousand people to donate a million people to donate well you've just got a million dollars you know five hundred thousand one million dollars however many people decide to donate to it well there you go and of course you can donate more but you only have to donate one dollar and i think that quote that he that he said um really really says something because not only is he saving the lives of the people that the money's going to i feel like it also does something for the people that choose to donate because again there are people that would love to donate to other charities that just can't spare the money um but just contributing one dollar you know to help these these causes here um to help the man who lost his home to a fire to help the mother of 10 who needs a car to trans to transport her children after it was lost in a in an accident um or to help pay for whatever care her her daughter needs after you know the accident happened depending on how injured the daughter was um to be able to contribute to something like that even if you don't have a lot of money to spare that that makes those people feel wonderful because it feels that it allows them to feel like they're able to contribute and not only am i just going to tell this story but i'm going to give everyone the chance to uh to chip in themselves so if you want to contribute to this charity uh he accepts money on cash app uh, with the tag dollar Anthony Maurice Tally. So that's dollar sign capital A and then lowercase n T H O N Y capital M A U R I C E capital T A L L E Y. Or you can also send money through Venmo and that's at capital A N T H O N Y dash capital t a l l e y dash nine so that is the end of this morning's episode uh if you want to give us a follow over on twitter that's at bbp news official or the link is in the show notes and that's where you'll get all of the latest headlines, all the breaking news, all the updates uh, to the major news stories happening across the country, across the world. All of it you'll get over there on our Twitter page. You can also follow us on our personal accounts over on Twitter. Those links are also in the show notes. And, you know, hop over there, see what's going on, see what we're up to. And also make sure to check out our Medium articles. Uh, we talk about different topics that we don't get to cover on the podcast it's all new it's all fresh very little is repeat unless there's an absolutely major news story uh, where we want to cover the information in both places but for the most part it is all different news from what we cover here
But that is it for me, you guys. I hope you have a safe Monday, and we will be back here on Wednesday for a dumb law and on Friday for a roundup of the week's news. Bye, guys.